And a very good morning. Happy to have you with us here on Behind the Scenes over Worcester Radio. And it's time to talk agriculture, as always, with our good friend Rory Levandusky from the OSU Extension Office in Wayne County. Rory, as always, a very good morning. Happy to have you in here today. Thanks, Ron. Appreciate being here. Well, our topic today is manure sampling. And the purpose is to get an analysis of the nutrients contained in the manure. Rory, how common is manure sampling is it something we see a lot around here? Uh, and, and also, you know, why is it so important? Right. Uh, well, in today's farming environment, uh, we do have to account for the nutrients in manure, and sampling manure for analysis is the only way to get a good idea of the nutrients contained in the manure from your farm. Uh, it's also important because of economics. Now, nutrients have value, and if you don't know the nutrient analysis of your manure, uh, you're basically you're losing money, either from under-application or from over-application of those nutrients. So anyone who has written a comprehensive nutrient management plan uh, does have to sample their manure consistently. However, uh, for many farms, manure sampling is not a common practice. And so uh, it's something that we're really trying to promote. Sampling needs to be regular and consistent to make use of manure more effectively and efficiently. Okay, Rory, you said it's not a common practice. So what are some of the reasons why manure sampling isn't? And, and talk about some of the challenges maybe to, to sampling manure. Sure. Well, I think one reason it, manure sampling is not a common practice is that uh, the nutrients manure are not valued. Oftentimes we just uh, think about manure as a, a waste product and don't think about uh, the nutrients in it. Uh, so that, that's one reason. In addition, there are two main challenges to sampling manure for nutrient analysis. Uh, one is uh, determining when to sample and then collecting a good representative sample can present a challenge as well. Rory Levandusky talking about manure sampling with us this morning. And, and Rory, uh, at least to me, it seems as if the best time to sample manure would be before manure application so that the analysis becomes at least part of the decision-making uh, process on how much to then apply. Would that be the case? Uh, and also, how does the type of manure, whether you're talking about solid or a liquid effect when you're sampling? Yeah, those are good questions, Ron. So uh, ideally, a manure sample would be submitted before application, and then those results would be used to calculate the field application rate. Uh, however, in practice, uh, this is difficult, especially for liquid manure systems that require agitation before application. So uh, the reality is, is that oftentimes manure is easiest to sample at the time of application when it's actually being loaded and, and hauled out to the field. So uh, timeliness is, is an issue there. The main disadvantage, obviously, is that the results are not available to guide the present application. But on the plus side, uh, Manure nutrient values do typically remain fairly constant and consistent within a farm production system. So again, provided that livestock production system doesn't change significantly between years. So in this case, uh, the analysis results can then serve to guide future applications. So for example, uh, fall sampling could guide spring applications and, and spring sampling could then guide the fall application. Rory, how important is it to sample manure from different livestock classes or production systems separately? And, and also, what are factors that cause manure to, I guess, maybe vary in nutrient concentration? Because there's got to be some variables, I'd imagine, which kind of right. separate. Yeah, there are. So, um, And that's why we typically want people to sample because the book values... Uh, your actual on-farm samples can vary widely from that. So the main factors that cause variance in manure nutrient concentration are 
are the ration that those animals are, are eating, uh, the bedding material, how that manure is handled, and how the manure is stored. Uh, so obviously, uh, just thinking through this uh, manure from a bedded pack uh, should be sampled separately from a liquid system. Uh, production stages or systems can influence those manure values. So bedded pack manure from calves is going to have a different analysis compared to bedded pack manure from, from heifers or if, uh, in some cases we have like uh, bedded pack barns for cows as well or dry cows. Those would all be different. Uh, is there enough tonnage produced though of either that a separate sample is needed or maybe is an average of the two okay? So it might depend your sampling also on how many tons of each you're spreading. It really depends probably on the size of your farm. Uh, but really what is more clear is, is that if the farm does make a significant change in either the bedding type of system or program or either in the type of bedding you're going to use or the amount of bedding that's being used or if you make a significant change in your ration, uh, then that manure should be sampled separately. So at a minimum, uh, the recommendation would be for annual manure sampling across manure types, and that would allow the farm then to establish a baseline nutrient value. Now on many farms, the bulk manure is applied in the spring and the fall period. There's typically two main hauling periods, and sampling during each major manure application period would provide a better representation then of, of your farm nutrient values. Rory, you said the other challenge to manure sampling is to collect a representative sample. What makes that such a challenge? Yeah, again, it's, it's uh, similar to what we face in soil sampling or forage sampling or almost any sampling system. Is That small sample sent into the lab has to accurately re represent many tons of manure if it's a solid system or uh, you know, thousands of gallons of manure in a liquid system. So in order to accurately represent the quantity of manure being applied, it's necessary to collect several different samples throughout the hauling and application period. You're collecting these subsamples and then combining and sampling from that. Manure sampling guidelines uh, are similar again to the recommendations for both soil and forage sampling in that respect. We take several different subsamples, we combine them together, um, mix them, and then take a composite sample that we end up sending off to the lab. Now for manure, typically those samples uh, sent into lab are either going to be in, in plastic bottles if it's a liquid uh, system or maybe uh, one gallon heavy duty Ziploc bags for solid manure. And then often uh, labs uh, may provide containers uh, for that sampling procedure. Talking manure sampling with Rory Lewandowski from the OSU Extension Office in Wayne County. What's the best way, Rory, to collect a manure sample What's the sampling procedure? And I guess, you know, you always talk about tools. What, yeah. what kind of tools do you need? Yeah, so uh, again, good questions. The, the principle is the same here. Uh, the collection, the pr even though that, that principle, again, subsamples and, and composite sampling, the actual procedure uh, is a little bit different, obviously, between solid and liquid manure. So for solid manure systems, we sample while the spreader is being loaded or, or when the manure is being spread in the field. We can do that either way. We collect samples that represent, uh, kind of think about the beginning, the middle, and, and the end of that entire hauling application process. So if you're sampling during loading, uh, use a plastic bucket to collect a representative sample of what's going into the spreader. Try to collect at least uh, five samples, more if you can, uh, during that application process. As each bucket is collected, emptied on a tarp or some clean surface, and then mix all the samples together thoroughly when you're done and then take a subsample from that compositive mix that will be sent to the lab. 
Now, if you're sampling during spreading, you could lay out some tarps uh, or sheet of heavy plastic out in the field and then just collect the manure from the tarp after the spreader has passed over it or, or by it and place that manure in the bucket and again, repeat that for about five loads. Uh, take all those samples, mix them together and, and take your composite sample. So again, mix those samples together, collect your representative subsample, send that composite mix off to the lab. Rory, what's the procedure to collect a representative sample then from a liquid manure system? Because obviously liquid solids are a completely different ballgame. Right. Again, same principles apply, but procedure a little bit different. So in liquid manure systems, uh, the pit or lagoon has to be agitated to get a uniform sample. So that thorough ag agitation is really necessary to really get a, a, a good idea of what those nutrients are. So depending upon the size of the pit or the lagoon, uh, the agitation equipment that's available, uh, and the objective of your manure application, that agitation process can take several hours to even the better part of an entire day. Without adequate agitation, your nutrients are stratified, and, and that might be fine, again, depending on what your objectives are, but uh, that does have implications, obviously, for both field application rates and sample results. So we do want to, again, collect at least five samples during the process of loading the spreader. Those samples should represent loads applied just like in that solid system, kind of the beginning, the middle, and the end of that application and, and process. Once you get those, those samples, you're going to save them, obviously, in separate containers. At some point, you're going to have to mix them together uh, and then pull a composite sample that gets sent off to the lab. Now, for liquid samples, if that sampling process is going to occur over a period of hours, uh, you know, sometimes even days, you want to keep those subsamples on ice to prevent ammonia loss uh, because we're going to, we could lose a lot of our nitrogen value that way. So to get a good representative, again, put it someplace cool so that we reduce that loss. If you're going to sample during spreading, um, you're going to have to think about uh, placing buckets uh, out there in the field to collect samples. So place your buckets to collect samples from, again, multiple spreader loads. Again, we're thinking about, you know, maybe at least five samples. Collect those samples after each load. Once again, if it's a warm day or this process is going to be extended over more than a few hours, uh, keep them on ice or someplace cool to prevent ammonia loss. Mix them thoroughly, and then get a representative sample uh, sent off to the lab. Well, finally, Rory, how can someone get more information about manure sampling and, and everything that we talked about today? Right. Uh, they can contact me at the Wayne County Extension Office. Our phone number is 330-264-8722. Uh, check out our Wayne County Extension website. I will have information posted there. And, of course, uh, these uh, broadcasts are available as a podcast, uh, courtesy of WQKT Radio. All right, Rory Lewandowski, again, our guest in studio today from the OSU Extension Office in Wayne County talking about manure sampling. Much more to get to, including a look at the weather. Hope you'll stay tuned.